She has a past and a story. She has been through a lot and does have a lot to say. She is tired of being in a cage, but she notices the doors open and she's finally ready to break free. Join me, Karina Garcia, as I share the different things that may hold you captive to an enslaved mindset, where you were really never meant to stay and you really, honestly, were never meant to be in. Life is hard. Our choices do have consequences, both good and bad. But love is real. And it's true. Jesus Christ always provides a way out. Christmas is in a few days. I'm so excited. But have you ever had somebody give you a gift that didn't meet your expectations? What do you do in that case? Do you return it? Do you exchange it? Do you keep it? In today's episode, we will discuss how the gifts you're given are more priceless than you sometimes may think. So Christmas is a time that we look forward to every year. In our house, my husband is known as Mr. Christmas. Everywhere he's worked, people know that he loves playing music on his cell phone in his back pocket wherever he walks with volume loud enough for everybody to hear. Our home is decorated beautifully because of everything he does. I put my effort here and there, but he's truly the one who has a gift for just setting the mood. And our kids get excited because they start wondering, you know, oh, what are we getting? What are we doing? Is a family coming over? And my son, who's 11 now, he'll start saying, Mom, do you have our gifts here at the house? Because, you know, I could look for them. So I've had to tell him, nope, we don't have your gifts at the house. The gifts aren't here yet. Why? Because I, I know that I remember growing up. I don't know if y'all did this, but I know that growing up, my sister and I would try to sneak around the house and figure out where our parents had the gifts hidden. And if the gifts were wrapped, my sister would figure out how to kindly or slowly unwrap them to not tear the paper or the tape. And she could take a peek to figure out what was in the boxes and then she'd close it back up. It's just funny. And in reality, we think about the spirit of Christmas, right? And the spirit of Christmas has never been or... I'm not going to say never. The spirit of Christmas is not technically about the gifts that are under the tree. It is, but it isn't. I can't speak for everybody else because I'm not in your house on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. I don't know the plans that you have. I don't know your income or your budget or whatever else you're working on. All I can share to you and for you is my experience based on growing up and with my kids. So I know that for us, what we received, at least for me growing up, it was a lot more about the person thinking about me than it was the gift itself. If my parents, my grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, friends gave me a gift, that in itself meant the world. Like you have a gift that's for me from you. I loved it. I remember at my grandma's house, because I'm the oldest cousin on my dad's side, I would be the Santa Claus, right? And I'd pass out the gifts to all the cousins. And I remember the faces of my cousins whenever they would hear, this is to you from somebody outside of grandma and grandpa and somebody outside of their parents. They'd be like, really? Like, yeah, from aunt and uncle so-and-so or from aunt and uncle so-and-so. And their eyes would light up. And then they'd open the gifts and they were so excited and whether it was a toy or it was whatever it was, 
they were excited and and i was the same way i was already in my teens and i would get so excited be like oh this is for me for my aunt so and so i'm like oh thank you just the fact that they thought of me that they took the time to consider oh what should we get her what could we get her what would she like and for me that meant the world and my kids laugh at me now because for my birthday for mother's day for any time they'll ask me mom what do you want and they laugh at me because they always know my response and if you ask them they'll mockingly say i just want to be together with my family and that'll be enough because it is but they're like mom no we mean something material what can we buy you what would you want but i've realized my heart's always been unity my heart's always been let's be together let's have fun together and honestly with our oldest being 24 and out of the house my three kids together my husband and i watching them joke around laugh be kids again that fills my heart because it reminds me of them growing up together them under one household and one roof and them just you know enjoying each other's company the the things that they would do that i we would not find out until later or not even know you know and it was it was beautiful to just watch them come alive together so for me honestly that's always been enough but for my husband and my kids that's not fair because that's hard there should be something easier for me so i've tried to tell them you know i've tried to pay more attention i don't know if you're anything like me but for me it is so easy to buy for other people but it's so difficult for me to sit down and say i would like this and this and that i don't know if it's because I'm undecisive at times or because I really haven't dedicated the time to reflect on what is it that I like? What is it, what is it that I need or that I really want or that I saw and I'm like, oh, that would be cool or I really like that. I don't know. And part of a, a life coaching program and our coach asked us what we wanted and to sit down and, and start writing it. And I just, I just couldn't think of anything. So I remember I held my pen to the paper and I was like, okay, what do I want? I'm like, uh hmm. She's like, if you can't think, go to your Amazon favorites and go see what you have on your list. And I go to my Amazon favorites and what do I have? Things for the house or things for the kids or, you know, things for the house, but not really anything for me. So I'm thinking, man, what do I like? What am I into? Even those secret Santa exchanges that we would have in the different places I've worked, it was easy for me to tell you my favorite color, my favorite drink, my favorite snack, my favorite chocolate. Those things for me were easier because I know them. And frequently I know like, oh, I love goobers. Um, I love chocolate covered peanuts. I love sweet tea. Um, I love sweet tea with lemonade or also known as an Arnold Palmer. You know, um, I love Hershey's with almonds. I love Snickers with almonds. It used to be called the Mars bar. I don't know if y'all remember. But so those things, like, yeah, those things flow easy because I know them because they're common more frequent and maybe because they're less expensive I don't know but thinking about what I want that's taking me time and right now that we're talking about Christmas and we're talking about the season of Christmas which we know the reason for the season is Jesus we know that God gave the greatest gift that could have been for all of mankind and that was Jesus so from the beginning we were gifted something with intention we were all given a gift that took time and intention 
God took the time to think of his children and say, what do they need? What can I provide them so that they know, one, how much I love them, two, that I see them and that I know that they're there, and three, that I know they need a way out, that I know they're going to need a solution to the problems of the world, that I know they're going to need something or someone to show them the way and understand what they're feeling, where they're coming from, where they're going, and someone who can help them understand who I am and how I am for them. And that was Jesus. So to think of that intention for gift giving, if we took the time when we gifted things to people to be that intentional, to think about how can I show them that I love them, not just tell them. How can I show them that I see them, that I was paying attention that one time that they mentioned that that was their favorite restaurant or that they really wish they could have had that or that they've always wanted one of these. How can I do something for them to provide them a breath of fresh air, to provide them a sense of belonging, a sense of understanding that they're seen, that they're going to be okay, that although situations are tough, that they're rough, I can't be their savior. I can't go and stop bad things from happening or prevent situations or storms. But I can be a friend that you can count on. I can be somebody who can encourage you to stay focused on the light and stay focused on the truth and allow yourself to feel what you're feeling but not get caught there and move beyond that because you're worth it. What can we do? If we take the time to think about each person that's on our list of gifts to buy every year, and you may have already completed it or you may be needing to complete it, what can we do? Just be intentional. In all honesty, I think somewhere in the mix of the chaos and the hustle and bustle of Christmas, we just need to have a gift with your name on it because if we don't, then we did something wrong. Or we didn't accomplish what we should have because we should have been thinking of you and we should have bought you something. I don't think it's really about the value of the cost of the gift. I think it's about the value of the intention behind the gift, the thought behind the gift. So I encourage you today, take some time to reflect on the people that you're giving something to. Whether it's a gift that you purchased, whether it's your time and attention, whether it's cookies that you baked for them or you made a dinner for them or you're going to treat them to something or you got them a gift card to their favorite restaurant or their favorite coffee store, whatever it is that you're going to gift, do it to the best of your intention to be considerate of who they are. And if you don't know what to get them because you have no idea what they're into anymore, then take some time to talk to them. Take some time to get to know them. Take some time to have conversations and, you know, get back in touch with people. The world is chaotic. Life is chaotic. We have things we have to do every single moment of every single day. Sometimes they may feel like we don't have enough time stretched to do everything for everyone, even for ourselves. And that's okay. It's understandable, but... People are people and people need us. We need of each other. We need of one another. So if we take the time in love to just dedicate a phone call, a message, write a letter, send it in the mail. Yeah, that's old school. 
But man, I don't know about you, but for me, if I receive a Christmas card or a handwritten letter or even a text message or an email, somebody took the time to do that. That's the other side of this. Don't dismiss the gift you're given by someone because it doesn't meet your expectations. Because you don't know the thought that went behind that. You don't know what they did to make sure that they drove to the specific place where they sold that one item or to make sure they ordered it on time or for them to make sure they saved the money to get it or whatever it was that they had to do to present you with a gift to show you how much they love you and care for you. So, encouragement for you? I don't know if you watched Friends and you saw the episode where they make fun of Rachel because she'd return everything. Don't be a Rachel. I understand there are times when you're gifted something you're like, that's not what I wanted. I really would rather have this. Well, then you go get that for yourself. Does it sound harsh? I'm sorry if it does, but at the same time, I don't apologize because you have to understand just like you take the time to buy somebody a gift. How would you like it if they took your gift and say, oh, thank you. Then they go exchange it for something that they quote unquote truly wanted when you made the effort to go buy that for them. Now, if the sizing is off, okay, that's different. Go exchange it for the size that fits you. But try to keep the same style, the same color. Don't go and fully exchange it because, oh, I don't want that. I want this. Remember, your wants are not more important than somebody else's time and intention to give you something out of a love. So set your wants aside when it comes to receiving. Receive with gratitude, thank the people that are thinking of you, and try your best to not look at that as an object that was given to you that may not meet your expectations fully. Try to look at it as somebody took the time to consider me out of everything else they have going on, to spend their time, their money, and their effort on me. The least I could do is appreciate what I'm being given and realize that this goes beyond the material aspect of it. This means a lot to me because you took the time to think of me, even though you didn't have to. Because in reality, nobody has to give us, give us anything. We're not entitled to gift receiving just because it's Christmas. Somehow we may be confused in thinking that way, but remember where you've come from. Remember where you've been. Remember where you're going. And remember that in all of those journeys, there are people that are tied to you in one way or another. Some may be for seasons, some may be for reasons, some may be for the short term, some may be for the long term. But regardless, you're making an impact in the lives of the people that surround you. And those people make an impact in your life. So in the season of Christmas, in the season of giving, gifting, receiving, let's remove exchanging. I would encourage you to, if you want to exchange something, exchange your thought. Exchange the way you receive that gift and say, you know what? Thank you. I appreciate the fact that you thought of me. Anything that you're given, you're not entitled to. Anything that's gifted to you, nobody has to. They choose to. So you get to choose how you receive it. Just as important as you think it is for others to give, it's more important to know how to receive well and in gratitude. So I encourage you today, for this Christmas season, it's, gonna, it's in a couple of days, think twice about how you receive a gift you're given. And 
to add to that, if you're expecting a gift and you're not given that gift, don't complain, don't mumble, don't harp, don't shove it in people's faces, don't make people feel guilty because they didn't meet your expectations. Remember, your personal expectations were set by only you. Nobody told you to set those expectations there. And if they did, you still chose to sit, put them there. So you need to take the time to say, you know what? I'm not going to have an expectation from every single person that decides to give me a gift, that the gift is going to meet my personal needs. Because that's not the purpose of Christmas. That's not even the purpose of any gift giving season. Even your birthday, people want to celebrate you. People want to love you. People want to gift you something because they love and care for you. So if the gift doesn't meet your expectations, I'm sorry, but you need to understand it's not all about you. They love you and they show you they love you the best way they know how. Now, if they ask you, hey, what do you want? What would you like? And you have ideas, for sure share those ideas. Nobody's telling you you're not allowed to wish or hope or dream or want, but don't be ungrateful. Show some gratitude when others show you how much they care for you. Remember, God sent Jesus because he cares for us that much. And even through Jesus, how many people were ungrateful for his life? How many people were ungrateful for his teachings? How many people mocked him because of, oh, you're just a carpenter? How many people didn't take the time to stop and reflect to say, we knew of a Messiah. We knew of a Savior. He is here now. God, thank you for loving us so much that you chose to do this. He didn't come with weapons and horses and armies. He didn't come as a king on a throne to point the finger and yell and shout at people. He literally was born in a manger, surrounded by animals, dirt, animals droppings, but he was surrounded by love. No matter what the environment looked like, the love was the light that shined so brightly on that star. He was given to Mary and Joseph to raise. He was given by God for everyone. And he was humble enough to live a life of humility as a carpenter, as a teacher, as someone who didn't point the finger, as someone who didn't expect that his personal expectations would be met by the people, he continued every day to love. He continued every day to teach. He continued every day to try to lead people to the Father to know his love for each of them. He provided healing. He provided salvation. He provided friendship. He provided brotherhood. He provided support, he provided truth, he provided love. And people met him with their backs, with laughter, with mockery. So when you receive a gift, think about Jesus. Do you want to be the people that mock the gift giver? Or do you want to be the people that thank the gift giver for considering you even though they didn't have to? I hope you choose to receive in gratitude. And remember, God could have sent a wrath. God could have sent Jesus to punish. But God sent Jesus to love you and I. Because that's how much God cares for us. 
So I encourage you today. Love others the way you've been loved. And if you don't know what it feels like to be loved, seek Jesus. Honestly, start in the book of John in the Bible. Understand who Jesus was. Understand, based on the Gospels, who he was, what he did while he was here, and why he did it. And realize that was all for you. And if you've been hurt by people in a church building, I'm sorry. And if you've been hurt by people outside of a church building that have a title of Christian or anything else, I'm sorry. But remember, we may be a reflection of Jesus. We may be the only Bible you've ever read, but we're human beings. We are going to fail you. We are going to do things that you think are not correct. We are going to do things that may seem contradicting to who God says we should be because we're human beings. So please don't judge God Don't judge Jesus and don't judge the Holy Spirit according to who human beings are. Because we are frail, we are going to make mistakes, we are not perfect, and we're going to hurt people. Sometimes intentionally and other times unintentionally. But God would never do that. So I ask you, give yourself the time to seek forgiveness, to give forgiveness, and to remember that you are loved. People may have hurt you that they say they follow God, that they follow Jesus, that they hear from the Holy Spirit. That's wrong and I'm sorry. But don't give up on God because of other people. Trust that God loves you, that God gives everything that he can give every single day to show you his grace, his mercy, his truth. That God sent Jesus for you. That Jesus lived, died, and resurrected on the third day for you. That Jesus left behind the Holy Spirit for you. Why? Because of the love that God has for you. So this Christmas season, with it being a few days away, I pray, I hope, that you can give and receive the greatest gift of all, which is love and forgiveness. Because you want to be able to move on with your life without holding on to grudges or resentments, Don't let anybody steal the joy that is yours. Don't give that gift of joy away to others to steal from you. Share your joy, but don't lose it. Enjoy this Christmas season. Whether you're celebrating it alone, whether you don't celebrate it, whether you're with family or you're not, if you're working, if you're at home, whatever you're doing, know you matter. There's value that's added to you and that comes from you for others there's fruit that you can bear that's everlasting and it can be good fruit because what god creates he sees it as good are you ready thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of she breaks free and she believes podcast i truly hope that you're able to begin to break free from lies misconceptions doubt unbelief and anything else that keeps you from living this one life to the fullest according to what God has placed in your heart and woven you in your mother's womb to do. I pray that his love abides in you and that you never forget that his joy is your strength and that you have purpose and are here with intention. Make sure you subscribe so you can stay updated with the latest episodes. And if you choose to connect further with me, head to connect.2 forward slash Karina Garcia. That's K-O-N-E-C-T dot T-O forward slash K-A-R-I-N-A G-A-R-C-I-A.
God bless you.